Welcome to episode five of Rising Tide Radio, the podcast for female leaders who lift each other up. I'm Jennifer Hogan, one of your hosts, along with my friend, Allison Atsey. Join us each month for a discussion about leadership and life lessons that will leave you inspired and motivated. Hi, Jennifer. This is like my favorite time of the month. <laughs> Me too, Allison. Great to hear from you. I am so excited to collaborate and grow together today. Absolutely. Me too. This is one of my favorite moments of the month. I'm so excited about our conversation today. I think we've got a lot to share and a lot that we're going to learn. So today we are going to talk about a very uncomfortable subject, our weak spots. We all have them and being aware of what our weak spots actually are is so very important to leadership. Mm -hmm. So today we're going to focus on identifying what weak spots actually are. And then, of course, after we understand what they are, understand why knowing what our own weak spots are is so beneficial to us. And then beyond that, consider how understanding someone else's weak spots might help relationships. Mm, I love those goals, Allison. I think that I want to connect with this topic in a way that I hope that our listeners can relate to. And I've said many times that my inner critic is a beast. I mean, my inner critic is a beast. And so it is so easy for me to get focused on my weak spots. And I think understanding ourselves in the beginning of the journey um, is what all leaders have to do. And that's really understanding ourselves. And then I feel like as female leaders, our roles change. Years go by, our roles change. Um, we're wives, we're mothers. Um, we are in different places in our lives. And sometimes we get busy and ignore ourselves and who we are. We kind of hunker down, you know, just to keep moving forward with, without a lot of time for reflection and introspection and really thinking about what truly our strengths and our weaknesses are. And, um, you know, I think there's a, a balance that finally, after all these years, um, I'm getting to where to balance the past, the present, and the future. Because when I think about weak spots, I think about what happened in the past, the mistakes that I have made. And um, it, some of them may be due to weak spots. And those are learning opportunities. But you can't focus too much on the past. And then when you think about the future and you say to yourself, when X, Y, Z happens, life will be great. Um, right. I, you know, when I fix this weak spot, everything is just going to be great and wonderful. And so we, we have to balance focusing on the past, the future, and right now. Right now is the time where we put the work in to strengthen our weaknesses um, and, and, you know, effective leaders in all fields and professions are always learning and trying to grow and get better at their weaknesses and turn those into strengths. And so when I, when we planned on talking about this topic and sharing this with our listeners, I thought this is just such a great topic because I think all of us can be really hard on ourselves and we can always um, easily pick out those weak spots. And um, instead we've got to, to balance that with, what are our weak spots? Where can we grow? And then what are our strengths? So anyway, I'm excited to talk about this today. And I, I appreciate how you mentioned those weak spots can change over time because mm -hmm. 
our roles in our lives and our relationships change so much throughout the course of our lives. Mm-hmm. And I, so whenever I, I think about a topic, one of the first places I go to to research it is the dictionary. Do you yeah. understand that? Like, just look up the words. Like, what do they actually mean? Mm-hmm. And so I looked up weak spot. <laughs> and it, of course, a weak spot is a vulnerability. So um, it's a place of a special vulnerability. And one of the, the quotes that I saw in vocabulary.com is the property of lacking physical or mental strength liability to failure under pressure or stress or strain. And that's exactly what we're talking mm-hmm. about here. What are those, those parts either perceived or in reality, those, those vulnerabilities that you have, those perceived weak spots that um, are so sensitive. And if, if they're poked, it feels like we're stabbed, not like mm-hmm. we're poked. And, you know, I love how you really differentiate between perceived weak spots and real weak spots. And really, you have to think about who has that perception. Is it me that has that perception or is it other people that I'm in relationships with who have those perceptions? And are they strong enough to share with me what those perceived weak spots might be so that I can work on them? Right, right. And then the other trick, too, is like how we share them. Mm-hmm. Do we share them? Because often when we're talking about things that are so emotional, we don't share them in like the 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 best way. So where we're really taking into consideration each other's feelings. Sometimes we share those kind of things in moments of passion or moments of high emotions, which make it difficult to really look at analytically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a great so, point. Jennifer, do you want to talk about like, what are your personal connections to this topic? Um, really just kind of what I mentioned already that there have been so many seasons in my life where, um, I have just, like I said, hunkered down and, and try to just keep going forward. You know, I think about when my girls were real young, um, and I was a school leader and just trying to, um, give everything that I had at work and give everything that I had at home. And my girls needed me so much when they were young you know, and, um, and I, I would look back and people would say, how did you do that? How did you do it? You know, and you don't, you don't really have no answer for that. Right. You're you know? like, I don't really know. I yeah, don't know. I just, I did what I had to do. Um, and then the seasons changed and they got a little bit older. Um, our family dynamics changed and um, they didn't need me in certain ways, but did me, need me in other ways. Um, I also changed professional positions if you will, change schools. Um, all of that came with change and um, just kind of understanding myself and, um, and who I wanted to be and who I was. I think that gap between who I was perceived or real, where I wanted to be and how to get there um, and knowing what those weak spots were. So um, it's just, it's a real personal connection. I think through my background in athletics and coaching, because through athletics and coaching, um, your weak spots are not a secret. Um, it is something that at practices, the players know each other's weaknesses and they, to lack of a better word, like I think about basketball, they, you know, you pound on each other at practice, you push right. each other to practice to get better so that those weak spots are no longer weak spots. Um, and so 
I, I just I have that connection where I don't want my inner critic to take over and to remind me of all my weaknesses that I could easily call up at any second. Uh, sure. But I but I want to know that I have put in the work to get better at where those weak spots are and move forward um, and use those as strengths. So right. right. Yes. And I love how you bring in the sports analogies, because I think there's so many different components of our lives that we can take a look at, you know, what happens on the court or on the field and use that to demonstrate to us if we want to get better at something in our personal lives or in our professional lives, we have to put in that same amount of work as athletes do on the field or on the court at practice. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and the vulnerability, um, really, when you think about some of our best athletes that are, are in whatever sport, um, they really have made themselves vulnerable enough to show their weaknesses at practice or in a game, even in front of big audiences. Um, but to say to the coach and to their team, this is where I'm weak. This is where I want to get better. Make me better. We have to be willing to ask for help. Those are the most effective leaders that I know are the ones who are willing to ask for help and are always learning. Yes. Yeah. I have a quote from Jimmy Casas on my phone about just being strong enough to ask for help when I need it. So mm. um, that's something I try to think of, think about every day. Mm-hmm. That's a great quote. So what about of, you? One of my personal connections I've shared before that I constantly battle with my weight. I mean, like it is like a roller coaster. It's never just a smooth ride. Like I'm <laughs> always gaining weight or always losing weight. And um, I, I'd like to share this like weakness or vulnerability because I think so many women and men, quite frankly, can relate to the idea mm-hmm. of like, you know, just struggling with that body image and, and struggling with, um, and it's, you know, it's probably, it's more in my head than maybe in reality, but it has been a struggle since fifth grade, honestly. And it's one of those things where I can use as an example um, because it demonstrates our sensitivity about our weak spots so well. So if I mention to my husband that I feel like I look fat in a certain clothing item, like if he does not immediately contradict me, I take that as an insult. Mm-hmm. And I've been, I mean, I'm growing up, you know, I'm getting better at this. But it, it still does feel like an insult. And I mean, he could have been paying attention to something, not even paying attention to me and not meaning to agree with me at all or, or certainly not insult me. But it's such a weakness that um, I have to be careful about that. And on the other hand, my husband with Jim, you know, trying to support me um, has to be aware of how quickly I would perceive something as an insult. And that really striking that balance and, and understanding each other and values so well is really helpful to relationships. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, I have friends and colleagues who are thin, right? And sometimes they're just naturally thin. And sometimes it's because they really work at it. And something that I look at as a strength, I have to also understand that in their mind might be perceived as a weakness. You know, I have a colleague or a friend might have been teased throughout their childhood about how skinny they were. And then if I say something like, oh, you've never had to worry about your weight, you're so thin, they might perceive that as an insult because that might hit a weak spot. So I think understanding um, that what might also seem like a strength to me 
might be a weak spot or area of sensitivity for somebody else. And just being cognizant of that because we all have weak spots and that might cause us to react to others' comments in ways that might be perceived as irrational. Like if I said something to a thin person like, hey, you know, you've never had to worry about your weight, you're so thin, and then that person shuts down a little bit, I might not realize that was connected to my comment. So I might think, okay, you're being ridiculous. But instead, like I've trained my mind, if, I, if, somebody, if somebody reacts in a way that is confusing to me, I think, oh, I wonder if I just hit a weak spot. And then that can lead to a much more effective conversation rather than just thinking that somebody is being silly or irrational. Yeah, you know, that's such a great point, Allison, because we all have our weak spots. And part of um, being a good partner and a good friend is to pay attention to others' feelings um, and to, to be aware of those weak spots, quite frankly, to understand um, what they think of as their own weak spots. Just like what you said about your weight, you know, your, your, your husband is not going to tell you that he thinks you look fat. You know, he's going to tell you that he thinks <laughs> he you look beautiful. Him, right. <laughs> right. He's going to tell you he thinks you look beautiful. Um, he would never do something to intentionally hurt you. And if you know that someone's weak spot, you don't want to, you know, just kind of drive it home with that person. Um, but yet look for ways to build them up so that they feel stronger and better about those certain areas where they have those perceived weak spots. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Well, I want to ask you a question. Um, we always do this every episode and I love this. It's a question that you don't know what I'm going to ask, but I want to ask you, Allison, what do you think makes the best person or partner um, to give you that honest feedback or to be sort of an accountability partner where can you find someone like that? How do you know of a, I'm asking you lots of detail because, you know, sometimes we think someone's going to be this person and it turns out that they're really not. Um, how do you know how, who makes the best person and how do you find that person who's going to be honest with you, give you the feedback to help you work on your weak spots or point out your weak spots to you or affirm or deny your own perceived weak spots. And then maybe, as an accountability partner for getting better um, at turning those weaknesses into strengths. Right. Oh my goodness. Yes. That, that is a, a challenge because, you know, we have people in our lives that we're really close to, but, but who might not feel comfortable poking at the weak spots or um, sharing where they think our weak spots lie. So I think we really have to open the door for them. Mm we have to be vulnerable. So the best partner in identifying blind spots or working through weaknesses and shoring them up would be somebody that you can be vulnerable with and, and share perceived weak spots or areas where, where you are concerned that might be blind spots. Mm -hmm. Just opening that door up and then um, asking for suggestions. So asking some questions people aren't going to, to tell us those things. They're going to be too afraid to say those things to us unless we offer them the opportunity and, and open the door to them. Yeah. Like we said earlier, we have to ask for help. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so um, Jennifer, my question for you is when you were a teenager, what was one of your weak spots? 
Um, well, when I was a teenager up until very recently, and, and it's still a, a weak spot for me, is that um, I, I want to be a perfectionist. I am a perfectionist. I'm a recovering perfectionist. <laughs> I would like to think that my weak spot is not as much of a weak spot anymore, but I really, really um, was a was a perfectionist um, when I was younger. And, um, you know, sometimes that would inhibit me from trying new things because, yeah, because if I didn't feel like I could do it perfectly, I didn't want to do it. Um, when I played sports, I wanted to, you know, have a a perfect game. I didn't want to make mistakes. That was in practice. That was in school. That was in most, most everything. I just, I didn't want to make mistakes. And so that has definitely been a weak spot. And as I've gotten older, um, and realized that that is really an unattainable goal that I've tried to turn that into, um, more of, I guess, a strength in recognizing that it's okay to ask for help. It's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to make mistakes. Uh, they're all just learning opportunities. And, um, so I would say that that from my, from really my whole life, um, has one of my weak spots has been that I want to be perfect. You know, I, I wouldn't have guessed that because I feel like you do such a great job at taking risks and exposing vulnerability and just being honest and transparent that that perfectionist tendency, like never even crossed my mind about you. So thank you so much for sharing that. I'm so proud of you because you are. That makes me so happy. It really does. It it just truly, truly makes me happy because that is something that I have worked really, really hard on. And, um, and to hear you say that means a lot. And I'm sure that listeners out there, some of you, you know, struggle with this too. You feel like if you're doing a certain report or, um, you're, you're trying for a certain job or, um, or whatever, whatever it is, you're going to do yoga. I mean, you, you feel like it's got to be perfect and, um, and I'm, and I'm here to have the testimony that it doesn't have to be, um, one of my jokes is that I'm a question asker. I mean, I, it, it's a joke at school that I, I just ask a ton of questions and I'm okay with saying, I don't really know. Let me find out. I don't know how to do that. I, you know? Um, and that's what I love about millennials. They will take so many risks and ask so many questions, uh, about how to do this or how to do that. And maybe, you know, maybe getting older and, and my daughter's getting older and, um, seeing them, you know, uh, ask so many people for help and, and being okay with it. I'm sure that I've learned a lot from them, but I really, really appreciate you saying that, Allison. Some, someone else who's been a huge influence in um, helping with that has been um, someone I've never met in person. It's just someone that I've connected with on Twitter, and that's Lolly Daskal. Uh, yeah. she's, an, she's an executive coach and um, has just tons of experience and um, really shares so much of what she's learned through all these boardrooms. And, um, and she wrote a book called The Leadership Gap. And our Women in Ed Leadership Boxer Group did a book study. And, and that is just a resource that I want to share with all of our listeners. Because in The Leadership Gap, it kind of shows the dichotomy between um, strengths and weaknesses. It has these leadership archetypes, and then it has their shadows. Um, So it shows strengths and it shows weaknesses of each type of leader. 
And so when you read through it and you, you figure out the type of leader that you are and which one you can relate to, it also shows you the 180 degree um, shadow, if you will, where there are kind of pitfalls and weaknesses that you have to look out for. So I would just encourage everyone to pick up that book, um, male or female. You can, you can really enjoy this book. Um, you can follow Lolly on Twitter. It's just at Lolly Daskal, D-A-S-K-A-L. Um, she's a wonderful follow, and um, the book is just really great. I would just highly recommend that resource. Well, thank you so much for sharing that. I wanted to recommend The Happiness Project, which is a book by Gretchen Rubin. Um, in this book, I love that Gretchen identifies that she was pretty much happy when she started this project, but she set upon a year-long mission with monthly goals in an attempt to understand happiness better and to be even happier. And those monthly goals, she really did establish around some of her weak spots. So, and she ties in happiness research and um, quite frankly, I might've mentioned this already in the podcast because I... <laughs> because I absolutely love Gretchen Rubin. But one of the things, I listened to her Happier podcast, and it's fantastic. So I think I have mentioned that. I just think it's so important. Yes, we need to identify weak spots. We need to be sensitive to each other's weak spots. But we also need to strengthen our weak spots. Mm -hmm. So, like, another one of my weak spots is that I'm not very domestic. I, I just am I'm not. And, but when... I when I work on becoming just a little bit more domestic, I feel so much better about myself. Like if I try a new recipe, like even if it stinks or <laughs> empty the dishwasher or I make a bed or just like those little things. That's so I good. Some vegetables. Like I feel accomplished and I strengthen that weak spot tremendously so that if somebody says something that I perceive as, you know, like, Oh, are they wondering whether or not I take good care of my family? it wouldn't be such a weak spot. Like I could handle that so much better mm -hmm. if I'm strengthening my weak spot. I love that. I love that. That's so, that is so cute. And look, I've got a ton of recipes I can share with you, Allison. Okay. Well, <laughs> I don't expect them to turn out, but I will give them. <laughs> and you are like the queen of amazing things around the house too, Jen. So well, I, I, do, I do love that. I do love that. Um, so I'm going to, um, I'm going to offer some next steps to all our listeners out there. Um, so I want to, there's three things I'm going to um, say as next steps. Okay. So first I'm going to say, take a leadership quiz, no matter where you're at in your journey, um, take a leadership quiz. And if you take one now, and if you took one five years ago, and if you take one five years from now, you might get different results. Just like I said earlier, you know, as female leaders, we go through so many different seasons in our lives with our kids, with our spouses, with ourselves, with just our age and our, who we think we're supposed to be at certain ages, all of those roles. So I would say take a leadership quiz and really start to understand yourself uh, and where you're at in your journey. The second part, we've said it this really this whole podcast is be willing to ask for help. So take your leadership quiz then be willing to ask for help. Reach out to someone. You can reach out to me. You can reach out to Allison, a trusted friend, a family member, a colleague at work. Be willing to ask for help. Um, and then the third thing is do the work. You got to do the work. You got to read. You got to read books and blog posts and listen to podcasts and, and get connected to other female leaders and other leaders who are doing what you do, who have the same um, 
drive that you have. So do the work, take the leadership quiz, really understand who you are and where you're at. Be willing to ask for help and do the work. Those are great next steps, Jen. Yeah. Um, I love the idea of taking a leadership quiz to help you identify some potential blind spots or weak spots. And in my challenge for this month is twofold. First, to identify a personal weak spot. So all of our listeners, that's something I challenge you to do this month, during the month of April. Identify a possible weak spot and then come up with some ideas of ways to strengthen it. And just keep in mind that you don't have to completely fix it. It can be like baby steps, inch by inch, just taking some steps to strengthen that weak spot. Like for me, if I'm questioning like my domestic skills, if I try something new once a week, the second part of the challenge for this month is just to identify a potential weak spot for somebody in your life in a place where you might be able to give them a little bit more grace. And if they open the door to you helping them strengthen that weak spot, you certainly could do that. But the all to do is, give somebody in our life a little bit more grace. I love that. Um, Allison, uh, one of the, one of a a phrase that I've learned, um, I guess this is in learning to um, understand that I won't be perfect and that maybe I do need help. And um, it's a phrase. So I want to share this with you, with everyone. Um, I've started asking, and it sounds so simple when I say this, what am I missing? What am I missing? You know, it shows I might not know everything I need to know. So help me understand what's happening here. What am I missing? Um, What am I not seeing? So I I asked that phrase quite a bit. What am I missing? It's a really good one. I love that. Thank you. I'm going to use that. Yeah. All right. So, um, is there anything else that you want to share? Do you have a, you, you have any next steps or anything you're working on immediately here, Allison? <laughs> okay. So I am, I'm going to start running again. I'm going to awesome. strengthen that weak spot um, about my health and my weight. And I'm going to get like pound in the pavement again. And I'm putting a stake in the ground right now because I am going to lace up my shoes. I'm not going to edit this podcast right after we finish recording. I'll I'm going to lace up my shoes. I'm going to take advantage of this beautiful day and I'm going to go for a run. That's amazing. I want you to do that. And so I want you to take a picture while you're out on your run and I want you to tag me on Twitter. Okay. You got it. You got it. I love that. That sounds great. Thank you. my friend. I love it. I love this episode. I love talking about this topic. It is a hard one. It's difficult. It's something that we don't talk enough about, quite frankly, especially as women and being protective of who we are and our roles. And um, I just want to thank you, Allison, for making it so easy to talk about this. And um, want to thank all of our listeners for joining in. And, and please reach out to us if there's anything that we can help you with or um, after you take that leadership quiz, if, if you want um, more information or more help or guidance from Allison or I, please reach out. We are here for you. Uh, We just thank you so much for joining us today. It's been a lot of fun and we'll see you next month. Yep. Don't forget that a rising tide lifts all ships. Thank you so much.